This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock. This is Desert Day in San Antonio. I was just listening to episode 330, six or seven, depending on what time you listen. <laughs> and you're talking about 2016 being a dumpster fire, and everybody is talking about how fucked up 16 was, and they can't wait for 17, and it's like... You know, the worst thing in my mind, one of the worst things that happened in America was that Trump got elected president. But fuck, guys, in 2017, Trump is going to fucking be president. And that horrible nightmare train wreck of a cabinet he's appointing is going to be running the fucking country. So I don't see why everybody's all excited about 2017. I think it's going to be a dumpster fire with extra hobos in it. Anyway, love you guys. You fucking crack me up. Glory hole, motherfucker. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome at. This is episode 338 of Cognitive Dissonance. And Cecil, this is our dungeon episode. Because it is damn near as dark as a fucking dungeon in here. Because we're down to half the lighting we should have in our studio. Yeah, you it's, know it sucks. Like I, I don't know what the fuck happened. Like we, I came in today, and the worst part is, is that I opened the fridge to get a beer out, and I just get this smell, and I was like, okay, well, beer can stay right and you were there. Like, wait, Tom's not here beer yet. Can stay right there. <laughs> yeah, you know, here's the problem. I had always thought. If I'm going to have a dungeon, yeah. it's going to be a little different than this, <laughs> and you're not going to be here. I know, right? <laughs> right? I would never want to be I, there, this number is, one. Right. Number two. This is not the dungeon I this is not. Only, these are not the droids I'm looking for. The only guys that are invited are the FBI when they're raiding it, right? <laughs> like, that's it. Like That's all you're expecting. Although so. maybe it's a new pizza game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've had a lot of pizza. I'm just saying. No, you got to cut a hole in the box. <laughs> you cut a hole in the box, you put your dick in the box. <laughs> Yeah. And this is actually, this is our show we're recording right before we go live. We go live tomorrow, tomorrow with the GAM guys. The we're going to be yeah. um, making fun of a truly bland and banal, awful movie it about sh- nothing. It should be it should be fun. We're really looking forward to hanging out with them. And then uh, we'll be releasing Monday. And then hopefully when they release their uh, GAM live to patrons, we will also beg them to let us release it to our patrons as well. So we will also have... A recording, I hope. If not, I'm just going to steal it from them because yeah, I'm their patron. Say, I'll, I'll I'm their just... patron, so I'm just going to steal it. I'm just going to fucking download it and then post it on ours. <laughs> so whether they give us permission or not, we're pretty, You're much, taking it, we're pretty much taking it. So, uh, so we're hoping that the patrons who can't make it will enjoy uh, the the game, the live game. I'll tell you what. I know we're giving it to the patrons because I didn't suffer through that movie. No shit. Twice. Yeah. Twice. 
That's the most work I know. in preparation I know. for anything I've ever done. It's, it's like twice as much work as you put in your marriage. That- <laughs> That's true. I didn't spend four hours trying to save that. I'll tell you what. The IRS has agreed to send out letters to the governments of every nation. These letters, these letters will state that they have done a thorough review of all Scientology activities from top to bottom and having found nothing wrong, fully recognize us as a bona fide and qualified tax exempt organization to the full extent of the law. So this first story comes from uh, the standard.co.uk. Dude, don't zoom in on Tom Cruise. Look at his face. Actually. He looks, looks kind of bloated. He looks kind of Asian. I don't, <laughs> know. I don't know why. Um, his, his hair is delightfully tussled like, like a little boy, he's like serious, a toddler. He seriously looks like a Japanimation version of himself. He looks kind of crazy yeah, in this picture. Japanimation version of himself. <laughs> he's getting ready to suck a tentacle. I, I feel like those are the same words. Japanimation, Japanimation, <laughs> the same. But yeah. Nobody's watching Japanimation unless there's a tentacle in someone's <laughs> fucking hoo-ha. That's it. <laughs> What else would you watch that yeah, big eyed no, shit that's for? Ridiculous. Why would you? I mean, come on. I'm not a fucking Sailor Moon fan. Yeah. <laughs> I am. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Uh, revealed how thousands of London children are exposed to Scientology group in schools. And I thought this was particularly interesting. I read this article. Um, they talk about Narconon. And I'd always thought Narconon was like the, the narcotics version of Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, is that what it is? Alcoholics Anonymous or Alcohol Anonymous? I think it's Alcoholics, Alcoholics Anonymous, is it? right? It's okay. like talking about the people. So Alcoholics yeah, yeah, Anonymous. Right. Okay. I mean, it's, it's, always I mean been... it's not like you walk in and they're just like, here's a bag. You have to guess what it is. <laughs> it's Alcohol Anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different party. I've gone to that, right? It's like there's just a bunch of yeah. 40s wrapped up and you're just like, oh, uh, I don't know. Oh, uh, fuck. I got Mickey's again. Yeah, and I'm still drinking it. Uh, but Narconon is evidently a Scientology front. And I had no idea that it was a Scientology front. And evidently, they're fucking promoting Narconon in schools. <laughs> and I read that. I was like, because at first, I was all outraged. Like, that's a front for Scientology. And I'm like, wait a minute. Why the fuck is Narconon in the schools? Anyway, can you imagine if alcohol, like AA shows up to your grade school? It's like, all right, now who wants to stand in front of us and say, I'm 11 years old and I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Really? Like, what's the need for this? Yeah. I mean, it's, obviously, it's drug prevention. Sure. Right? It's, yeah, it's the drug, drug prevention. Use prevention. Yeah. Well, and I, also psychiatry prevention. I know. And science prevention. I know. Yeah. Eventually, medicine prevention. Right. Um. Uh. And then freedom prevention. Yeah. Right. Lock you up. Enjoy uh, our boat. Right. <laughs> Enjoy our <laughs> shitty fucking boat. You can be a Wash fucking. Wash it. Wash the fucking boat. <laughs> you can be a fucking slave on our fucking weird boat. So you could be in our fucking religion navy or what. Uh, I want to read part of this article. Yeah. It says, part of its doctrine is the belief that humans are haunted by the spirits of aliens brought to Earth in spaceships and massacred with hydrogen bombs by a galactic warlord named Xenu <laughs> 75 million years ago. Seems plausible to me. <laughs> and they're using this to tell us what do you do? Like, once upon a time, there was a galactic warlord named Xenu. He You'll, wants you to stay off drugs. Like, uh, I mean, like where does it go from yeah, there? Right? What is he? Is he is he running the? He's like, hello, my name's Zenu. I've been addicted <laughs> to Thetans for <laughs> ten years. I'm sixty days free of my volcano. You know, there there is nothing normal about being a sodomite. There is no life that will come out of a rectum. You cannot produce life. It's only death. Every time, there's nothing in a rectum except waste, refuse, and death. 
So this story is from Right Wing Watch. This is uh, David Benham. Marriage equality is a mask for Satan. Let's play it. This is uh, audio from uh, from one of the shows here. He's on a, a show called Faith and Freedom, a radio program. And uh, this is uh, David Benham. This is David speaking, Matt. And we've deconstructed gender. It's an ultimate attack on the creator. Deconstructed gender? Yeah, man. It's, uh, I mean, he's, he's getting Derrida on us, like, real fast. Like, here Either we go. That or you're, like, at a gender fusion restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we call this one it's, uh, uh, non-binary. <laughs> we call this the Ari Stillman. It's uh, it's a new creation. Nobody's sure how it works. It's very but confusing. it's completely inoffensive. <laughs> and we see this pattern in Romans chapter 1, and it, and it literally goes this way. You deny truth. Then you have a darkened heart. Then you displace God. In other words, Displace God? Man. Hey, y'all, you can't displace me. I got wheels on my house. <laughs> I love you flood my trailer park, I'll just roll right, right on down it. You can't displace me. <laughs> like, whatever you try, you try to flood, you try the tornado, doesn't matter. It, God is not a poor black man in fucking New Orleans, right? <laughs> like, he doesn't get displaced by some fucking rainwater. Hey, I got my FEMA trailer. It's my new digs. FEMA. It says it right on the side. Can't read, but they told me that's what it said. Fucking, you darken your heart. <laughs> you darken your heart. You have no idea how dark I've made this fucking thing. God no longer matters. His law, his the basis of law, which is found in God's word, his his standards for righteousness, none of those matter anymore. Those are all the same thing. You just yeah. said the same thing. It's like three different ways. None of the same thing matters anymore. None of the same thing. Not not dogs nor canines. None of them. Let's fucking it's the same thing, you stupid fucking twat. You displace God and you become the center of the universe. From there it goes to degrading passions and then a depraved mind. Okay, now you've got my interest. <laughs> Look, I'm all for some degrading. Look, all of my passions are degrading to someone. That's, Not me, but someone. It seems to escalate kind of quickly. Though. It does, you know right? what I mean? Like it sort of drops it in the fifth gear real quick. <laughs> it's like we've uh, deconstructed. It's like we've 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 thought a little bit about what gender means. Well, now I'm fucking a dog. Yeah, I don't know. I just I don't know what to say. Like we went from fucking somebody's like, yeah, you know, sometimes I have these questions about whether or not it's a continuum. Well, I don't know, man. I'm just out here just sticking a pumpkin up my ass. I don't know. So this is where we find ourselves in a culture is in a depraved mind where we're celebrating and even forcing others to participate in immorality. What? what? Yeah, you're forcing them to hear that gay marriages exist. Is, is that is that what I, he's referring I to? Like so. making a cake or something? Seriously, is that no, what he's getting like, worked I mean, up about? It, it, what's the very worst that can? It's not like they walk in and be like, "All right, lube up." Yeah, right. I'm coming to get you. It's not like the government's like. Yeah. Hello, suck a dick. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> not <laughs> home. I don't. <laughs> Room we service. We hear you in there. There's a dick at the door. Open the door. But I don't want it. I don't want to suck a dick. Just put it through the mail slot. <laughs> uh, it's like a postal office glory. Yeah, we'll be able to tell if that's your dog, sir. We'll be able to tell. Is this not our first rodeo? Stop putting peanut butter on the tip. <laughs> So it's vital for Christians, first and foremost, to get into the Word of God, to spend time in prayer, to seek the face of God. The Lord says... None of that sounds as fun as degrading passions. I'm just saying, all the, like, so far, I've well, got a choice, if right? If you degrade your passion, passions, and then you seek the face of God, I think Bukaki comes Right? Next. That's just it. It's just, I think that's like a natural You just got to make sure you don't aim and get it up the nose, because yeah. that's just like, fuck it, they're... 
fucking snorting that shit out for like two days. They cough a little bit. Look at the camera. <laughs> I'll get you later, motherfucker. It's like, right? It's like, oh, you. Oh. It was a little watery this yeah, time. You're making, I'm sorry. You're making the tea for I a week. I hydrated right before. So. Multiple times in scriptures, especially in the book of Jeremiah and others, these prophetic books, when a nation, the nation of Israel had gone corrupt, he would say, Seek me that you may find me, that you may have life. You may have that lice. doesn't even mean anything. Seek you may have lice. Look in my hand. I don't want lice. That's terrible. You got to rid that shit oh, out or whatever. Then you got to fucking like, use that tiny little comb and... No, you know what? My, I shaved the fuck out of my hair when I was a kid yep. and I had lice. I, my, my boy, we got a note on a Tuesday. It's like, the school has lice. And on Wednesday, we got a note called, your kid has lice. <laughs> and I was like, mm, fucking, we're all shaving our heads. Yeah. We just, yeah. nuclear option and all then the way. Everybody, and then everybody throws every piece of clothing that you own and sanitize. Right? It's just like, a, it's, like just, it's just a nuclear explosion. That, yep. what, that's what happened to me. I had... I had him in grade school, came home, and I was immediately shaved. My mom's like, get, yep. I was the first monkey shot in the space, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A, man. As soon as she as soon as she found out, it's like, nope. Yep. Shaved it, burnt the hair. Right. She's like, <laughs> Well, I shaved my boy's head, then I shaved my head, then my ex-wife shaved her head. Like like down to about an inch, like wow. half inch. It was wow. just like, well, none of us are gonna have lice. Because there's no fuck you get no house here. <laughs> Nobody has a house here. Fuck you, lice. Fucking dog is bald. <laughs> That's what the Lord wants. He wants us to have life. And this whole deconstruction of gender, this whole uh, redefinition of marriage, all of these things is, is Satan. All of these things are Satan. They are Satan, you fucking illiterate boob. It is. All of these things is Satan. All these things is Satan. They're all Satan. Satan's just like, how can I be all these things? That doesn't even make sense to me. And I'm evil. <laughs> That's like fucking, you said it wrong. I don't know. It's a mask for Satan who's robbing, killing, and destroying these people that desperately want life. They want wait, wait a minute. We're getting robbed and killed and destroyed. I thought gay people were just having sex with each other. <laughs> and the wanting cakes like, at a, a wedding like, and dressing fancy. Right. Like, <laughs> I don't even know. Like there's like a dude yeah. in a feather boa and like yeah. all of a sudden he gets robbed by Satan. Satan what does Satan steal? <laughs> Give me your wallet. Why? I don't, what would you, I mean, yeah, sure, fine, but I'm just going to cancel my credit card. He steals a little grab. That's what he steals. Seek <laughs> the love of a father, trying to find it in the arms of another man. And they'll never find it there. No, you've got to find it in the arms of a bunch of other men. Not just a <laughs> other man. The break. They might not find it in his arms, but they'll find it in his ass if they go fucking plumbing hard enough. <laughs> it's like it's like a wishbone. You gotta spread it open. And then you'll find it. God has no place within these walls, just like facts have no place within organized religion. This story this story comes from the Daily Beast. Uh, Jeff Sessions said secularists are unfit for government. Um, so this guy is the uh, nominee for attorney general. These are comments he made to uh, right-wing extremist David Horowitz. Uh, he said, ultimately, freedom of speech is about ascertaining the truth. And if you don't believe there's a truth, you don't believe in truth. If you're an utter secularist, then how do you operate this government? How can we form a democracy of the kind I think you and I believe in? I do believe that we are a nation that without God, there is no truth. And it's all about power, ideology, advancement, agenda, not doing public service. Cecil, I mean, when when you read that, like when you when you read what he said. Now, granted, he said this in 2014, and he also recently kind of doubled down on it in a in a recent confirmation hearing. Um, this is the guy that's going to be the attorney general, and he believes that the separation of church and state is a fiction, and he calls it unhistorical. Yeah, and he basically, in this other quote, is saying, you know, th th this is that with the ultimate path to truth is through God. So, 
secularists, people who don't believe in God, have no place running government. Well, he's, he's wrong about this. He's wrong about the non-historical because <clears throat> Jefferson did write it. Right. I mean, like Jefferson actually wrote what that. What did Jefferson have to do with the founding <laughs> of this? Actually oh, wrote wait. it. No, so it is fucking. Of, yeah. It is mm. fucking historical. Super historical. Yeah. yeah. And and he and he wrote specifically those words. Building a wall between the sep- separating the church and state. It yeah. just it just doesn't happen to be in the amendment itself. But when he and describes it's referring, it later, it's referring the he refers clause. to it. Yeah. Right. He's referring specifically, yeah. he's saying, here's what I fucking meant yeah. when I wrote the other thing. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. So like these guys who are like, ah, that's not it, yeah, mm, no, that's that's pretty much exactly what he fucking meant. This this is a you know, Trump. Trump terrifies me for so many reasons, right? But the people that he's appointing um, into these positions of power and authority, they get, like, worse and worse as he yeah. continues to appoint them. You're just like, what, fucking what is happening here? Yeah. It, this, is a, this is an extremist <laughs> government. Yeah, it just, I'm it sorry. Is. It just is an extremist well, government. Well, and I don't think that that's – I don't think that that's a that's – a, that's not out of line to say. Look at who he buddied up with. He buddied up with the Christian right. Yeah. You can't deny that the Christian right isn't fucking like wanking themselves, like fucking oiled up wanking themselves <laughs> over this fucking right? win, right? Yeah. They're super excited. Look at every single Christian pundit we t- we cover on this show. They're all ejaculating all over their own face, and they don't even they didn't want to wipe it off. <laughs> They're so excited oh, about I know. this. Yeah, this is it. They're and walking out in a, public covered. Exactly. Like, just, yeah, like, I don't even care. Yeah. yeah. Proud. But he's ex- he is exactly what they were looking for, and he's uh, he is a f- uh, he's a far right Christian pick. Right, this guy Sessions. Yeah. He's, he, I mean, he is just he just fucking is. Yeah. I don't care how much you love Trump for all the other shit. Understand that when you got that package, you got somebody who did not give a fuck about the separation of church and state. Yeah, you you got a guy who's going to look clearly. His attorney general looks at secular people. As being unfit for government. I mean, we, we have, you know, okay, fine. You know, there was even some conversation that Trump is probably, might be, I don't know, maybe yeah. the first atheist president, right? Because all of his protestations to the opposite, he, he does not appear by any reasonable sure. measure to be terribly religious, no. right? It's, it's all a fucking show. Exactly. Like everything that he does is a show, right? None of it is genuine or authentic because... There's nothing genuine or authentic like, about know, the guy. You know the, all the pile of papers that was on his desk? Yeah, they wouldn't let anybody read. You know why he didn't let anybody read them? Because they were all blank. Like, I, it, yeah, I, some people went up there to take photos of the big piles of paper he did for like a big stunt. And they said none of the envelopes, none of the None folders, of those manila envelopes? They were, they, none of them were labeled even. So, it was ah! like, so the idea that you would just have like reams and reams and reams of paper stuffed in these manila envelopes with no... No, even a marking yeah, on it. And it, this guy took a photo of it, and it was splayed out a little, so you could even see if there was a little bit of writing on. There wasn't any writing on any of them. It, it's that was. I, I read that article uh, earlier today. That like the he and he wouldn't let journalists get near it. He's yeah. just like he's like here's a bunch of papers. I signed a whole bunch of papers. Take a look at these papers. And they're like, yeah, we'd like to take a look at these papers. You can't take a look at these papers. Like view like them he, from afar. Like he brought them out as theater. Right. To show people, like, look at how much work I'm putting into this. And then they look, and they, they actually look a little closer, and they're like, oh, those aren't even real papers. They're a prop. It, it's like it's like when you're uh, – it's, it's like watching a bad movie, and you open the briefcase full of money, and it's yeah. just like a few hundred-dollar bills yeah. on top of each stack, and then underneath it, it's all ones. Yeah. He doesn't even have the ones underneath yeah, it. He doesn't even have paper underneath right? it. He just has a briefcase. Yeah. And like, he like, you're like buying drugs, and he walks up, and he's like, yeah, I got a briefcase. And he opens it, and the briefcase is just empty. And he's like, yeah. here's my money. It's got a hun- the guy's it's got like, $100 bill in it, and the rest are IOUs. <laughs> right? And the other guy would be like, 
Man, there's no money there. There's money in there. <laughs> no, I'm, it's fucking, it's an empty Don't briefcase. Don't make me show you yeah. in front of all these nice people. There's money. There's so much money. You won't believe how much money's in here. What are you talking about? <laughs> what is happening? What is actually happening right now? Abortions for all. <laughs> Very well. No abortions for anyone. <laughs> abortions for some. Miniature American flags for others. Yay! Uh, this story comes from WKMS.org. A General Assembly approves anti-abortion bills awaiting the signature of the governor. Um, so this is from Kentucky, which, you know, when I read this story, I considered for a moment whether or not to include it because Kentucky just, we just know, just doesn't fucking count. Sure. Right? It's just a yeah. garbage state. And there's only like seven fucking people. It doesn't count. But then I thought, uh, I guess they could influence a neighboring state like Tennessee, which counts just a little less. It's like three-fifths it? of a state. <laughs> Took a minute, but I got there. <laughs> it did. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to talk about this. Uh, Representative James Tipton, a Republican from Taylorsville, the big town of Taylorsville, Kentucky. Hello, fucking- my baby. Hello, my darling. <laughs> He's got the fucking straw hat. He does. Um, he says he, he says he voted in favor of the bill saying that women shouldn't terminate p- problematic pregnancies. And this is his justification. So, you know, I, I, before I read this, remember that this applies to young women who are raped and impregnated by their fathers, right? Which is a thing that happens. God does not make mistakes, Tipton said. There are unborn children that do not have the ability to speak up for their self-defense and their life and liberty. But friends, here in the Kentucky House of Representatives, (laughs) we have an opportunity to be their voice. So remember that when you're, you know, if you live in Kentucky and, you know, your wife has a, a pregnancy that might kill her. Yeah that might end her life, and then the fucking unborn child's life. Remember, God doesn't make mistakes. And when you're fucking raped and impregnated, remember, God doesn't make mistakes. God wanted that to happen. God's like, oh, no, it's not a whoopsie. (laughs) It's not a whoopsie at all. Well, I meant for that guy to rape you. That's what I meant. I meant him to hold you down to rape you, impregnate you, and then you got to give birth. (laughs) Kentucky. Really? You're a fucking monster, does, Representative James Tipton. Does the Kentucky House of Representatives come with 14 herbs and spices? <laughs> I want to mention what this bill entails, though, because uh, it gets this, worse is, this is the worst. It says women would be prevented from getting abortions during or after the 20th week of pre- pre- uh, pardon me, pregnancy under one bill. The other would require doctors performing an abortion to conduct an ultrasound of the woman Verbally describe the fetus before the procedure. Do they have to describe what the fetus is wearing, too? <laughs> what are you wearing? Well, nothing. I'm just a fetus. You, you know, know what they also have to do is they also have one of those, they have one of those, um, those uh, pull-in says, and you pull it, <laughs> you pull it, and, he, and, it, and it just says, it says, your son would have been a veterinarian. <laughs> you know, you would think... If you're if you're if you're a doctor that actually performs abortions, you'd be like, I gotta describe the feedback. It's fucking ugly and small yeah. and doesn't matter. <laughs> it's fucking seven cells. Here's my description. It's not a human life yet. Do they have do they have like I wonder, does the law require that they describe like how they describe it, or could you just be like, it's an insignificant clump of cells? Yeah, could, I wonder. I wonder that's, if you could that, just yeah. say, like, yeah, it's an insignificant clump of cells. It's an insignificant clump of cells without you know, a cerebral cortex, weeks, and it can't feel pain. That's at, my description. At 20 weeks, though, the baby is is starting to form right. pretty, pretty, right. pretty, it's starting to be defined, and it's also making the woman 
pretty large visibly, at that point. Yeah, you're going to you're you're show it. Visibly showing. Yeah. What woman at 20 weeks is like, ah, I got the stretch marks I needed. You could take it. <laughs> like, there's no woman. Just I like, just wanted everyone yeah, to know I was pregnant I, yeah, before I, just, I aborted. What I wanted was for my belly to deflate <laughs> afterwards. So I get that wrinkly thing on the front that looks like a deflated balloon after a weekend of being blown up. That's what I was looking for. Is there any way that you could, you know, and, I, and there was no surgeon that was going to give that to me. Right. So I had to get knocked up. And then terminate the pregnancy in order to get that look. <laughs> it's just a casual decision to take this fucking pregnancy exactly. five fucking months in. And, and if you're getting a portion at 20 months. weeks, something's wrong. No kidding. It's always something is terribly. Right? It's not always, but it's most of the time something is terribly, terribly wrong. wrong. Even and, then, and and even if something terribly wrong is. You know, maybe you just got away from the person who you wanted to abort yeah, this child. I mean, and you I'm going to go right? with that's terribly wrong. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely. Terribly wrong. Or, yeah. you know, uh, you just noticed. Yeah, sure. Because uh, maybe you're bigging, you know, happens. like <laughs> maybe they didn't get any stretch marks. There they had them. But still, you know, have you ever met somebody? This is terrible. I don't give a fuck. Have you ever met somebody that's like, I'm pregnant. And you're like, I didn't notice. And then they're like, couple almost times, to yeah. the point of delivering. Yeah. A couple you're times like, you're like, I still don't like, notice. Oh, are you? I worked with a woman. I couldn't tell the difference between before, during, and after. I was like, it's fucking big, 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 still fucking big. And it's always the, it's always difficult because I don't know what to – because you don't know – like when there is somebody who clearly is pregnant right. or at least is clearly fatter, yes, right? Right. So like so you, you run into somebody and they're clearly – Fatter than they used to be. Sure, like by a lot, right? This is one of the worst by a you've lot. Ever talked to and so you walk up and you're like, you're like, you've got fatter. Hey, you look different. Yeah, right. <laughs> like I don't know what to say because you're not gonna be like, when's the baby doing? They're like, I'm not pregnant. I'm not. It's like, uh, right? Because you feel so. So I just say you look different. I'm it, like, you look different. different. It, you know what? It's fatter. It, it, it's like when, fatter different. It's like when somebody cuts their hair and you're supposed to Obese. notice right away. Be like, you look. More girthy. <laughs> Did you do something with your girth? <laughs> you tussled it up a different right? way, didn't I, you? You used to be like yeah. fatter up top, now but now you you're got, like fatter you got like, also you down got like below. A, you're still fat up top. Don't like get me wrong. Belly ponytail. <laughs> belly ponytail. A belly ponytail. <laughs> the lap band is the scrunchie. <laughs> I worked with a woman, uh, another woman at a Burger King, who uh, legitimately did not know she was pregnant until she gave birth on the toilet. It, like that was a thing. Like I was amazed. I was like sixteen or seventeen. It's like fucking Kathy's pregnant. Well, they're like, well, no, not anymore. She, and I was like, well, fucking like she skipped over because like in your mind you're like you have to you have to fast forward all the way through. Holy shit, Kathy's pregnant. Kathy's going to have a baby. And then Kathy had a baby. You go right to Kathy had a baby. But you have to also rewind to, yeah. holy shit, Kathy's she was, pregnant. She was pregnant. Holy shit, I missed Kathy's shower. <laughs> well, she gave birth in it. <laughs> it's a water birth. That's a toilet. That's not the same thing. <laughs> You and your fancy water birth. <laughs> you see, there are demons in the earth. Read Matthew, Mark's Gospel, chapter 5. There are demons all over where, and Jesus cast out demons when he walked the earth. This is from Right Wing Watch. This is David Benham again. I'm, I'm getting to like this guy. This is the second time yeah, he's popped a, up yeah, this week. It was the same, same show, I it guess. Is. Yeah. It is. He should be on more shit because he's crazy. Also from Right Wing Watch, um, we saw the inside of the devil's lair. When we became victims of the thought mafia that targets Christians, 
the Thought Mafia. Mm-hmm. The Thought Mafia. Nice uh, thoughts you got there. Be a shame if somebody climbed into your skull and fucked them. <laughs> uh, wait, what? Mm. I'd like to introduce you to my friends here. That's Emmanuel Kant. <laughs> when he says you can, you, you can't. can't. <laughs> The guy having it's Descartes having an, having like a discussion with his brain. He's like, "You only exist out here because <laughs> of me." <laughs> Philosophy jokes, <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's like a whole. You know, the best part is like there's a whole segment of the audience yeah. is like, huh? huh? And yeah. there's a whole other segment of the audience is like, yeah! <laughs> Finally, the metaphysics of morals comes in handy. <laughs> One thing I studied. Uh. We were five weeks into a ten-week film shoot in the spring of fourteen. You can just go halfway. You could have just said halfway. I'm already bored. I already dislike the way you speak. Five weeks. Five weeks into ten weeks. (laughs) Fuck you. How about you were halfway done? How about fuck you, too? You've never been halfway done with anything. (laughs) You've been fucking a quarter of the way done with anything. I just start and I'm done. (laughs) Just start done. (laughs) Start done. You actually can't measure the time, the (laughs) amount of time it takes for you to stop. It's hard to figure out when you've started. (laughs) And that's when GLAD and Right Wing Watch and other activist uh, groups began to bully and call and target not only Jason and me. Okay, so what he's talking about is I guess that they were employed by HGTV for a while, and then they said some bigot shit, and then the HGTV said, hey, this is, you know, you probably shouldn't say some bigot shit, and they're like, yeah, well, you can't fire us because we're under contract or something like that, and then they went back and forth, and HGTV eventually just let him go. You know, of all the places to be an anti-gay bigot, yeah, wouldn't you maybe think? the place that's yeah. full of fucking design shows watched <laughs> exclusively by gay people and old ladies is not right. the fucking... Who, who else watches it? It's a fucking entire channel dedicated to interior design. Yeah, it's a whole channel deciding on what kind of fucking pillows are on your sofa. Right? Do you think my dad and I are watching? Hey, man, let's get together and watch some fucking HGTV. Oh, what time is trading spaces on, guys? <laughs> let's all get together and fucking watch Flip This Fucking House or fucking Paint the Wall or whatever the fucking shows are called. Paint the Wall? <laughs> I don't know, because I don't watch that shit. It's a terrible name for a show. Right. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> but HGTV, and when they found that HG was not going to fire us, they stepped up their attacks by writing a brand new story making us look like idiots. It's easy to make Jason look like an idiot, but they actually made me look like one, too. <laughs> it's easy. He's talking it's about you're brother. an idiot. He's talking about his brother. He's like, it's easy to make him look like a fucking idiot. <laughs> fucking idiots. Anyway, as a result of that, HG called us and said, listen, guys, and they used these words. We have to pander to these groups. We're firing you. Yeah, because they're the fucking, they're the main audience. Like, they're advertising right. these people. So when you're advertising to them and at the end of the thing, they go to a news broadcast and you're like, yeah, I kind of hate the gays. They're not going to fucking buy the products because they're not going to watch your show. Yeah, did it's you a think, simple economics, right, man. Did, did you think that HGTV was, oh, well, you know, we actually, the home and garden television channel fucking exists to, to, for some kind of big moral reason? No, they're just a fucking, they're a money-making machine. Yeah. That's it. If they could just make money, if they could just wake up tomorrow and not even produce a TV show and somebody would just send them a check, then they would do that. They don't care. They, all the rest of their, they don't, they're not in charge of making widgets, right? Right. That's the right. thing that like, fucking makes me crazy. People don't understand. The widget is ancillary. Nobody cares about the widget. The widget is not the thing. The money is the thing. That's how companies are. My company happens to do real estate stuff. Not because we give a fuck about real estate stuff. It's because people pay us money for it. Sure. If I could just wake up in the morning and get a check, I wouldn't go to work. 
Because I don't care about widgets at all. <laughs> the fucking HGTV doesn't care about trading your space or fucking throwing the right pillow on your couch or any of it. They just want the advertising dollars. That's the whole They've thing. They've got a niche and they're going to fill it. Right? There's no principle It's involved. like the gay guy. He's got a niche. niche he's he's going to fill it. <laughs> so they fired him. And, and, but they felt like they had to pander to these groups. And, and what Jason and I now have experienced is, is gay sex. You've is experienced it. gay sex. And unemployment. Yeah. <laughs> Not mutually exclusive. <laughs> is that launched us kind of onto this national platform? Not that we were ever looking for it, but the next thing you know, Megyn Kelly and O'Reilly and Hannity and everybody's calling us to CNNs, HBOs. All these bigots started calling. Oh us. man, we went on the bigot circuit, and then the KKK called, and the fucking American Skinhead Association or whatever. <laughs> I love, I love that he's complaining. He's like, I don't know, fucking. First, I was famous for fixing houses on TV, and then I was famous for not fixing houses anymore. Yeah. Now I'm famous for the shit I said. Right. Just like that fucking bearded dipshit. Whatever, yeah, fucking right. Robertson. Uh, duck, duck man. Duck Robertson. Yeah. Of the dark, 21st Darkwing century. Darkwing Duck. <laughs> TMZ, Hollywood Insider. They're calling us saying, hey, give us the story of what really happened. And what Jason and I saw, we saw the inside of the devil's lair in terms of this thought mafia that targets Christians and big business that just panders to it and uh, television networks that pander what to it. does that even mean? We, insaw, we saw the inside of Devil's Lair. People wanted to interview you because it's a fucking story. And somebody showed up and you sat down and they had a microphone. That's the Devil's Lair? It's the most fucking weak sauce lair ever. Well, oh, see, so look around in our studio. We're in the devil's lair. There's they, a microphone. They, they need to at least have, like, the light flicker so it's like a murder scene right? type thing, you know? Oh, man, welcome to my lair. That's fucking, I don't know, you got chairs and a microphone. What do you turn up? Did they turn up the fucking studio like lights your, real hot? It's like your buddy's basement when you yeah. were a kid. Let's go to your lair. Oh, my God, guys. <laughs> we're going to play Magic and Gathering. It's your lair. We're going to call, call this fucking sex club the lair. <laughs> Ready to stick it in the glory hole? Get links to their Facebook, Twitter, and if you still use it, Google Plus account at their website, dissonancepod.com. If you need to be all discreet about it, contact them by email at dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. Or you can call and leave a ransom message at 740-74-DOUBT. That's 740-743-6828. Want to hear Cognitive Dissonance commercial free and gain access to exclusive content, including full patron-only shows? Head to patreon.com forward slash dissonance pod and become a patron to support the show on a per episode basis. Love commercials? Not ready to become a patron? Give the guys a five-star review on iTunes or Stitcher. Or tell your buddies in the drunk tank about the show. We want to send a big sloppy glory hole to all the patrons and people who rate us. You fucking rock. All right, Cecil. So we, we didn't vet this, but it's funny. So we're going to do it anyway. Um, these are supposedly uh, sex devotional slides from BYU, um, and it compares the difference between worldly sex and God-ordained marital intimacy. Hmm. And I, before we I, we should read these and then comment delightfully sure, upon them. Yeah. But just from the name alone, if I have the choice between no worldly sex no and God-ordained marital intimacy, if I have to look, if I looked at a woman and I was like. We should have sex. And I looked at a woman and said, we should have God-ordained marital intimacy. If I say we should have sex, we might. Yeah. If I say we should have some <laughs> God-ordained marital intimacy, we are certainly not going to. Yeah. It is just a fucking 0% chance. That's a cuddle. Isn't that a cuddle? Right? I think that's a cuddle. That yeah. is what's called a compromise. Worldly sex 
you may not get to have sex with one of them Orientals. <laughs> <laughs> worldly sex is where you fuck a globe. Yeah. <laughs> so worldly sex involves carnal, sensual, and devilish passions. High five, bro. Yeah, I'm, all right. <laughs> God-ordained marital sex is under the influence of the spirit. And I was like, I have had worldly sex under the influence yeah, of spirits. No kidding, yeah. Like, a lot of times, yeah. actually. Under influence of spirits? Right. That's yeah. how you spend most of your day. <laughs> <laughs> worldly sex involves, again, carnal, sensual, and devilish passions. I'm fucking right on that, right? By the way, it's a, or involves spirit-enhanced and purified passions. That sounds like they're selling you soap. It does, You know right? what I mean? It sounds like they're selling you soap. It's highly pure. It's got, like, fucking caffeine in it yeah. to fucking stretch with, your with skin tight or something. fruit or something. Right? In it. yeah. It's like, it's like, <laughs> smell like, tastes like elderflower or something. What's, <laughs> what's going on? What's going on down there? Worldly sex. I love this one. This yeah, is this one is of my mine. Favorite. This is mine. I like this one, too. Anything goes. Yeah, that's right. Really? Butt stuff. Who wrote that? Because... We should talk. <laughs> well, it's a dude, so. We should talk. talk. <laughs> Don't talk. Don't cut off any lanes We're, here. I'm just saying, it's yeah. anyth- anything. Anything yeah. is anything. Anything, yeah. Right? Exactly. Right. Yeah, maybe, maybe he's got a sister. I don't yeah. know. God-ordained marital intimacy. Exquisite care taken to avoid anything that offends the spirit. I'm not even sure what that means. I'm not even sure what that means, actually. Like, you know, a lot of times you just want to keep the lights off. You know what I mean? Like, not me. Like, no, nope, like, turn yeah, them on. Let's, let's Here's me in all my glory. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> I want to see what I'm working on. <laughs> Worldly sex degrades men and women, degrades the body as a plaything. Mm, body as a plaything isn't necessarily degrading, but if everybody signs up for it, we're still willing to go. <laughs> Versus God-ordained marital sex. Honors men and women. Celebrates the body as one of the great prizes of mortal life. A prize? Yeah, it's like, well, we see, when you get to the end of Mortal Kombat. I see. You get the prize of mortal life. I was thinking it's like one of those, like, crane games. Like, man, it picks you up. Like, fucking fumble fucks around. you have to fight a whole tournament of people and knock their heads (laughs) off to get your mortal life back. God, or worldly sex ravages and eventually ruins relationships. Wow. Versus God-ordained marital intimacy. Wait, so you're laying the hump all the time and that ruins your relationship? I, I'm not 100% sure how, but I guess maybe if every, you're just fucking ravaging every time, like, I'm fucking. I mean, eventually you're just like, yeah, geez, I, it's on, it's, it's hanging off by a string at this <laughs> point. Like, right? Like, I gotta stop or it's just gonna come off. Right? It's like, uh, sorry, man. I've I'll, got I'll, every flavor of venereal disease. <laughs> It's like one of those. It's like one of those red, white, and blue pops. pops. What is the what God ordained marital intimacy is strengthens, supports, heals, and, and hollows. Hallows? Hallows? What is spouses and marriage? I think makes holy. Like, oh, I see. Yeah, uh, not like the deathly hollows. Again. Compare that to ravaging. I'll fucking ravage. Like, I'll take the ravaging. It is the Deathly Hollows because you're always looking for a Horcrux. Right. So. <laughs> you got to pay extra for the Horcrux. <laughs> I've seen that birthmark before. <laughs> That's not my wand. Worldly sex. I like this. I like this one, too. Like the toot of a flute. <laughs> hey, sweetheart, you can toot my flute anytime, huh? It's like the toot of a flute. 
What does that mean? I've never. I. You know what would be so weird if like you fucking finish up, you fucking slap her on the ass, like good game. It's like that was like the tune of a flute. <laughs> like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> like what is that? Was it good for you? Great. Like the tune of a flute. Yeah, I, <laughs> what does I didn't ejaculate a lot on that one. <laughs> I guess that's what it means. It's like I, I think this is the amount of ejaculate, like the tune of a flute, because you're fucking all the time. So there's not a lot built up. But the other one is God ordained, like the grandeur of an orchestra, because you're fucking basically opening up floodgates after two and a half years of not fucking. What, so wait. you're just like fucking, it's like a fire, fire hose just <laughs> flipping off at the end. It's like spraying the room. You got to get it under control. Well, that's, I'm just saying that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. <laughs> no, like literally, the, because uh, if it's, it's moving like moving all over the place. Yeah. Like, yeah, it takes two men and a boy to hold yeah. that thing. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> The you got grand- the whole you got the whole German gangbang crew trying to hold the thing for you. <laughs> the grand if somebody's expecting the grandeur, the grandeur of an orchestra, grandeur, grandeur, grandeur. Nope, I'm more yeah. like the tuna flute. <laughs> <laughs> Worldly sex is an obsession versus an obsession. I know. How do you hear obsession? obsession? <laughs> <laughs> Who do you want me to be? <laughs> God ordained marital intimacy, glorious. It will continue eternally for covenant-keeping husbands and wives. Uh, glory hole. Cool. <laughs> glory hole. It will continue. Well, not eternally, but at least until you finish a knock on the wall. Here, here's the problem. <laughs> the knock on the wall is like the tap to let him know it's coming. <laughs> it's just polite. It's just polite. You know, here we go. Here yeah, we go. Just it's so happening. You, know, you want to pull away yeah, no. so the camera sees this <laughs> in all its glory. Uh. I don't know how true these are, but I think they're very funny. They're hilarious. The way, I think the juxtaposition is funny. Um, and it doesn't, you know, the thing is, is like, again, if it's a Poe, there's a reason why Poe's work. Because right. they seem believable enough. So when you read them, you're like, I can see that. Yeah, like, I because can, it's I not can, far can, off from not, the mark. It's not so right. far off that you think that this wouldn't be. Yeah. It feels, and this feels actually a little tame. It could be a lot worse than this, yeah. right? But I mean, I, I legitimately I read these and I'm like, I will I will actually take yeah. the worldly sex. Yeah, it I, sounds way better. And that's one of the reasons why, you know, you would think maybe these are not real, real. It's right. because, you know, who doesn't want the anything well, goes and, carnal and just, passion and not just that, because you start thinking about it. You're like, you're like, first off, you're probably a virgin. Like, you're probably a virgin, and you're thinking about this. You're like, I want all the carnal, devilish passions. I want it all. Take them all. Yeah, I just want to wear the gimp mask. Can <laughs> I just do that? I want a zipper mouth. Can I do that? <laughs> zipper mouth. Ball gag. Zipper mouth. Allah Akbar Akbar Allah Akbar Allah Akbar Just little old Allah Thank you, Chicago. This is from the secularatheist.com. Uh, women die because of religion in Saudi Arabia. And this and this opens up, this is a blog. It opens up with a story um, about a woman who got in a hospital or got in a, uh, an accident or got hurt and needed a uh, uh, needed to go to the hospital. And they wouldn't take her to the hospital um, until the husband arrived, a male guardian arrived. So in Saudi Arabia, women are not free to come and go without the presence of a male guardian. They have to have somebody to move about the country, to, to go places, to get into a car, to get into an ambulance, to go to a hospital. They have to have a male guardian with them. So if you're fucking bleeding out, you got to wait for your fucking minder. you got to wait for your fucking keeper to come take you places. What's crazy to me is, and I want to read part of this article here, um, and this is not an uncommon case. And I want to, I want to, you know, we talked about, you know, people, there's a bunch of these people, they, they, they passed this law where women could vote and a bunch of women couldn't vote because they couldn't actually get to a polling place because they couldn't actually get yeah. there because they can't drive. They don't allow them to drive and they can't, don't allow them to leave the house without their guardian. But I want to read this particular section. 
In 2002, when a girl's school caught fire, oh, 15 girls died because the religious police would not let them escape the burning school as they did not have the right religious clothing to appear in public. One witness said she saw three policemen beating young girls to prevent them from leaving the school because they were not wearing the abaya. And I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Who cares? Here's the thing. Here's why it doesn't matter how you pronounced it. It's evil. Yeah. It's, an, it's a it's, genuine that's evil, evil thing. That's a genuinely evil thing. Yeah. And, and anybody who would want to defend that kind of behavior, the beating of young children to keep them in a burning building because you think that they're going to offend God, they're going to offend their, their uncovered heads are going to offend God more than their charred corpse. What the fuck kind of God are you worshiping? And, because if that God isn't offended by the fact that those kids died and are a charred fucking corpse, then he's not a God you want to fucking worship. And, and you know, like how just just to get I want to point back to the to the Greenwalds and the other idiots who are just like, well, it's just their culture. It's just their, it's fucking evil. Yeah, that is that is definitionally evil. And, and you know, if there was a prison, a prison full of fucking rapists and murderers that yeah. caught on fire. We would send people in to try to evacuate that prison. Yeah. Right? Prisoners. Like these are these are kids. Yeah. These are just women. These are just girls. The fucking place is on fire and you're pushing them back into a fire. Who pushes someone into a fire? There's never a time that we push people into fires. There's ne there's never a time that's not evil. Yeah. It doesn't even matter who it is. If fucking death row caught on fire, you would have a moral obligation to evacuate death row. You would have that obligation. These are people we're going to kill, even if they were all going to be executed tomorrow. You would have an obligation, you have a fucking moral obligation to evacuate them, even knowing that tomorrow they're getting the fucking, they're, they're, they're getting the needle in their arm. You would have that obligation. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Baby, like, what the fuck? I kind of punted a little on this week's. Uh, I did too. I, I didn't. I didn't do as as much research as I would have hoped for. I didn't disappoint myself, but I certainly didn't do as much research as I did the first week. This chapter just goes on and on and it's on, so and it's still talking about Diana dying. I want to mention that this is David Ike's biggest secret. We're still doing it. This is chapter nineteen. I think there's only ch chapter twenty two, so it's a couple more weeks, and then we'll be switching books. We'll find something new. Um, but we're still reading The Biggest Secret. This is 19B we're covering, which is a Diana's death still. So, yeah. Tom, how many questions? I got four, but I got four as well. Why don't you go first? All right, man. What is a favorite method for the secret assassins known as the clinic to use? The a, remote-controlled cars. <laughs> B, umbrella guns. <laughs> C, wristwatches with poison dart frogs in them that are trained to attack. Dart frogs? D, wombats and Jews. Wombat Jews. Wombat Jews. It's wombat Jews. <laughs> it's fucking it's remote Frog control cars. cars. Uh, uh, all right, Tom. Yeah. Diana was one of the greatest goddesses of the ancient world. No, and no she fact. represented female energy, also known as A, clitori. <laughs> the mythical creature that Odysseus <laughs> searches several continents for but never found. B, Tetes. <laughs> this magical goddess was known for her was known for her milkshakes and how they brought all the boys to the yard. <laughs> yes, yes, that's true. See, Barati, Britannia, Isis, Aphrodite, and Artemis. Yep. Mm. Or D, Pre-Minotaur Syndrome, <laughs> also known as PMS. She was a total bitch. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the Clitoris one just because it makes me laugh. But of course, it's C. It's C, of course. 
See, so if you're trying to kill someone, what else is essential beyond the assassination <laughs> attempt itself? <laughs> a, Oils. you must also control the means of production. That's <laughs> <laughs> I love it. B, you must also control the medical team that tend to the assassinated. Okay. C, you must also control the media that reports on the assassination. <laughs> D, you must also control literally everyone that has ever seen the person that you are assassinating. <laughs> means of production. Or the best E, one. for extra credit. Jew lizards. <laughs> <laughs> Jew lizards. It's always Jews. It's always the Jews. All right, uh, Tom, the human race has been tricked. What word does David use to describe this fuckery? <laughs> A, bamboozled. <laughs> B, hornswoggled. <laughs> or C, hoodwinked. I don't remember. Those are all, all of them. He says hoodwinked all like seven times in a row at the end of the chapter. I don't remember. He says hoodwinked. We've been hoodwinked because of this. We've been hoodwinked. He says it a bunch of times. Oh, I just amazing. thought it was pretty funny. I didn't see him writing any of those yeah, words. Oh, no, yeah, bamboozled. And I'm sure he says bamboozled and hornswoggled somewhere yeah, in the book. It's all, it's, it's like he's fucking Yosemite. He's like, <laughs> he's like Yosemite Sam, the fucking author. <laughs> he's the rootin' tootinist. All right. Uh, Cecil, who was behind Diana's assassination? Hey, a, a fly. B, a spider. <laughs> C, a bird. <laughs> D, a cat, which catches the bird, who swallowed the spider, which wiggled inside her. And I don't know why she swallowed the fly, but she certainly died. <laughs> she did die. There's an actual answer. What is there. the answer? Uh, it is both A and B, because he refers to the spider web, and he says, you know, so who actually killed oh, yeah, Diana? Yeah. Well, you're going to think it's the fly, but it's the spider, which <laughs> controls the fly. And it's like, fucking, you're an asshole. All right, Tom. Prince Charles and the Queen sometimes have arguments about what? <laughs> a, oh, I, okay. All right. They argue, they argue over which bits of the body they get to eat and who gets to absorb the victim's last breath and steal their soul. <laughs> B, if Charles can take his crown jewels out of mom's purse. <laughs> C, which type of milk to put in their Earl Grey tea. <laughs> or D, which swan they're going to pardon on Grand Fizzywig Day? <laughs> it's a swan on Fizzywig Day? It's not, it's A. It's a swan it on Fizzywig Day. It is A. It's amazing. See, so what is one of the challenges we all face? Oh. A, how to balance work and life. B, how to balance our male and female energies to enjoy them both. C, to find the clitoris. <laughs> D, to read this book and not commit ritual Japanese suicide with any sharp object out of hand, out of boredom and frustration. <laughs> it's definitely that one. It's definitely that one. Uh, also, it's how to balance our male and female energies. There was a lot of symbolism involved in Diana's death. There was. Which example is one that Ike stated? A. Right before her death, a bi-wing skywriter wrote, Look out, Diana, they're trying to kill you. <laughs> I love it. It's a bi-wing. It's so <laughs> clever. B, on the way to crashing into the 13th pillar, she passed by Osiris obelisk-like cock. C, yeah. the car she died in was a Mitsubishi Baphomet. <laughs> or D, Henry Kissinger gave her a greeting card shaped like a coffin. It's I, the weirdest thing is it's the it's the fucking Osiris. It's Osiris's cock. cock. Yeah, yeah. It, that's the thing. Is yeah. the it's, it, okay, so I'm, I'm just going to read the, the synopsis here real quick. When Diana died, she did so where lots of other stuff happened throughout history, which isn't fucking hard in a city over 2,000 years old. <laughs> the car crash was obviously meticulously planned and executed. We know this because he crashed into the 13th pillar and not the 12th or the 14th. 
The prince and the queen wanted Diana dead because they are evil lizard people who have a flag with a lion on it. <laughs> there you go. There you, this, that's it. Yeah. That's was, it. They have a flag with a lion yeah, on it. And so I, love that that, like, it. I love that he keeps on bringing it up. He's like, and see, they have a flag with a lion. I'm like, yeah, the person who told us that a flag with a lion on it is evil is you. And he told us that two chapters ago. I know. Nobody else yeah. thinks they're evil. Yeah. Because, like, no one yeah. in the world thinks that just having heraldry makes you evil. <laughs> I do, actually. I do. I've always. What? Yeah. When you have like fucking, you know, you have a shield with your coat of arms on it that immediately makes, makes you, you evil. evil. Yeah. Yeah. With a lion. Oh, nobody uses the lion as a symbol of majesty and power. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? Next week, chapter 20. Oh, thank God. We're, we're almost there. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> this is crazy. This is from uh, Joplin, Missouri. Uh, Bible study canceled after a group claims donuts were used to lure kids to class. And I got to tell you, Cecil, I read this and I was horrified. And I thought, can you imagine the damage they could have done with Danishes? <laughs> well, it's better than when, when they when the priests offer donuts, they have to play ring toss with the priest. And that's better than that way. So, yeah, this is one time you don't want to be Team Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> one time. I'll tell you what, everyone's team Danish that counts. Uh, so the Springfield News Leader, which is evidently a paper that more than one leader. people... No, 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 Leader. Leader. <laughs> mm, donut. <laughs> <laughs> they said Monday the Bible study did not comply with the district policy called Don't Give Out Donuts to Lure Kids to Bible Study. Like they have like a, they have like a, a line of Skittles <laughs> that, <laughs> that lead them to the... Like, I mean, what, are, what are you doing? You're just like, oh... Here's a caloric uh, bomb for you that'll right. like raise your endorphins. Why don't you uh, have one of these? It's like a line By of prostitutes way, to the confessional. Hear about Jesus? Huh? <laughs> no, you want to eat that while it's on the ring. Down there. Put it on the put the put, you want to kiss the ring. <laughs> kiss the ring. It's like one of those kids' toys with like donuts of successive size, like smaller. So smaller. Like yeah, every time and then you put the munchkin on right, top. Just right in the yeah. It's custard filled. Just go ahead. It's custard filled. <laughs> no, you got to work at it for a every, while. <laughs> every donut is a fucking Boston cream. Yeah, talking about sex here. <laughs> They're just talking about ruining your kid's brain. That's all. No, I, I guess what I'm saying is I'd fuck a donut. But like, of course. Just saying. But, I, but, you know, we, we talk about uh, whether or not, you know, we should even have Bible study in class, like in, in school. Like, should it even be there? Sure. But then, you know, this idea that you're going to be like, let's get all the fat kids to show up. <laughs> you're definitely going to get all the chubby kids to show up to your Dude, Bible study. This is Missouri. This is Joplin, Missouri. You're oh, just yeah. going to get all the poor kids. Yeah. Which is all the kids in Missouri. That's true, too. Right? They're that's just like, true, too. That, that's, actually, that's actually even the worst yeah. part of it, right? Yeah. It's like, these are there, there's a lot of fucking kids that are like, I just need a foods to eat. If you're going to tell yeah. me about the Bible, fine. Yeah. But I need a food to eat. Yeah. Two stories this week of... Indo religious indoctrination in schools, the Narcanon yeah. and the Donuts, man. Yeah. Because, you know, these religions understand something very important, which is if they don't get you young, they don't get you yeah. at all. Well, they're going to get in front of you. Right. And then they're going to they're gonna put these, you know, in, in this case, they're going to put some good memories in your head. Yeah. You know what I mean? You'd be like, especially if you're a poor kid, you don't get donuts very often. You're right. like, I mean, I remember when I was a kid and I was poor. The idea of ordering out pizza was... It was fucking amazing. It was like magic. It was, right? it was magic. Yeah. It never happened. We never ordered pizza in my family. But if I just happened to be over at a friend's house spending the night and they ordered pizza, 
it was all I could do to not keep eating the pizza until it was, I mean, I would until gorge myself yeah. until I was sick yeah. if they let me eat that much pizza. The other thing that I remember too, when I was a kid, if I stayed the night at a friend's house was cereal. Cause we never had cereal in our house. Cause you couldn't, we couldn't afford cereal. And I remember like getting a box of cereal that, that would be on the table. It would be all I could do from like, not just keep pouring and drinking and just making pouring I mean, the milk I, in the box. I could literally just, just eat the whole box yeah. of cereal. If you set it down in front of me, because I never got it as a kid. Sure. So for me, it was like, it was like a sugar rush. You got, you could have said anything. Like, I'm going to stick this up your ass and be like, I don't care. Give me more cereal. Like, is there Captain Crunch? Jesus, I want more cereal. Because if there's a Crunch Berry, you can put the whole fuck, all those little elf guys <laughs> right I, up there. I don't I'll care. I'll trade you a Crunch Berry for a Dingleberry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, like, I, like I, I, I think it's very easy to influence children. Of course it is. With this sort of thing. And it's, they it, know it. Exactly. Man. And they know it. They know it. And they're using it. Yeah. So we want to thank our newest patrons. Of course, we want to thank all our patrons for making uh, this studio possible, for making this podcast possible, for making the live stream we're hoping to do right after the inauguration this upcoming week. We will post a link on social media directly after the inauguration where we talk about the speech. So we're going to be talking about it right after it happens. Uh, So if you're free that day, it's going to be on Friday. If If you're free that day and you want to, Check it out. Uh, we'll also have the video afterwards, but but it'll be our first v- live feed video that we'll be posting. So we'll be posting it on social media, on Facebook, as well as Twitter. Uh, it'll be pretty cool. So yeah, check it out. If, you, if you're available on the, on that morning and you want to check it out, um, we're going to be covering the... the uh, covering the inauguration specifically because we have patrons. Patrons were able to fund this entire video ox, uh, operation for us. I want to read off our patrons, our, our newest patrons. Of course, we have we have, want to thank Elizabeth, Darian, Daniel, Michael, Devil Vamp, Captain Dave, Elise, David, Jacob, Stink Vomit. Oh, that's amazing. Keegan, Zombie Survival Camp. Is that Zombie Survival Camp dot Canada? Is I that what that it is? is? It, it, fucking dot CA? There's not going to be any zombies up there. Christy, Paul, Robert, Daniel, Prone to Drift, Aaron, Phil, Tim, Cindy, Railbin. Rabin, Desiree, Christopher, Wajidi, Wajidi, Dan, Josh, Kirby, Joseph Smith married my wife, <laughs> Rai Rai, Gordo, and Kristen. Thanks so much for your generous donations. We really do truly appreciate it. So we got a, uh, a, a YouTube. We're not going to play this. But this is a YouTube video that was sent to us by a couple of different people. This one in particular is from Sydney. Sydney says, hey, uh, this is uh, David Icke rap. So we're going to put this on this week's show notes, David Icke rap. Um, it's kind of crazy. It's auto-tuned, it's auto-tuned yeah. David Icke rap. Yeah. Got a message from Jess, and Jess has an image of Donald Trump, which I've seen in a couple of different places. But it's a really great political image that we're going to include in this week's show notes. I really like it's the, really good. Yeah, it's a really it's great, a really great, really image. great scathing political image. So uh, we have Megan <laughs> go through and star our emails, and this one got starred. Thank you, Megan. Uh, can I read this? Yeah, sure. Now I'd this love- is this is from Yuan Su. Yeah. So says, uh, "Hey, why the silent? Haven't you received the project contract yet?" <laughs> 
Megan, I think that one can get into the junk folder. <laughs> that's a spam one. That's a, <laughs> that's a spam one. Thanks. I don't think we've received the contract project's <laughs> contract yet. But Cecil, why the silent? Why the silent? Why? Megan, why the silent? <laughs> you can read these, Megan. <laughs> uh, we got a message from, uh, this is from Emily, and she posted this. It's, a, it's another video we're going to put on this. Now, this is Alex Jones. It's real weird. And it's, uh, it's sort of a anime, but, it, but they use his own sounds to make the music, and it's him making a bunch of sounds, which is very funny. It is real funny. It's real weird. My favorite is when he's doing the T-Rex. He's kind of got his arms up, and he's like, ah, ah, ah. It's fucking awesome. I love it. So check this video out. It's on this week's show notes. This is episode 338. We got an image. I don't know if this is real, Tom, but we got an image. I don't know if it is either, but it's funny. We got an image from Sawyer who sent this along. You can check it out on this week's show notes. It was found at the YMCA, and it's a personal achievement goal for 2017. I don't know how true it is. It could just be a a little troll playing. Might be. I always assume it's a troll, but it's It's a a great great goal. goal. Tom, you wanted to talk about this. This is from Raul. Yeah, so Raul uh, says, you know, he had... He has a girlfriend. Girlfriend wants him to go to church. She doesn't believe in God. He says, after an argument one night, she told me she could never trust a man if he did not have God and told me that she would not be willing to let our relationship go on if I didn't uh, give Christianity a serious chance. Um, so he basically kicks her to the curb. And he says, hey, you know, what would you guys have done? Why would I kicked her to the fucking curb? Like, look, you, you, can't, you can't fake it, yeah. right? Yeah, I could no lo- I could no sooner believe. I couldn't I cannot I can't believe in a god I don't believe in. I can't make myself believe something. That's not how this works. And when somebody sets preconditions on a relationship that you cannot meet, then that's not a relationship anymore, right? It's just fucking sorry. Like we're what what you've discovered is just fucking incompatible. And you fucking move on.org. Yeah, I, there's no there's nothing I mean in my opinion there's nothing there that that can be salvaged. I mean, you're looking at a at a, a position that, she, that she, she's not willing to bend on. Right. And look, everybody gets to have that, right? Yeah. Everybody gets to say, like, look, this is a precondition of this relationship. And if it's something you can't meet, then you just don't meet it. So we got a message from Greg. And Greg says, at various times, you guys referred to there being potential consequences for free speech. But I can only recall once where you qualified that statement to exclude violence. Uh, as you know, there are a great many morons in this world who, when they hear media personalities, I don't, I, I, we're not media personalities, seemingly endorse consequences for speech, they take, the permi- they take it as permission to violently oppress objectionable speech. I trust that you agree that consequences for speech should never be more than speech between private par- par- parties. I ask that you every time mention potential consequences for speech, you specifically condemn violence as unexpected, as unacceptable recourse. Greg, if anybody listens to this show and thinks that we think violence is a is a justified thing or thinks that violence is an acceptable recourse for anything, then they haven't listened to any of the shows that we've done. I don't feel like I need to say that every time because I never profess that violence is the answer to anything. So for me to say it there feels silly to me because I don't think violence is the answer to anything. Yeah, I, I'm not going to every time I discuss the fact that there are consequences to speech. You've got to understand, <clears throat> I'm not promoting any consequences, right? I'm simply pointing out that consequences exist. I'm not saying consequences should exist and here's what they should be. Who the fuck should listen to me about that? Yeah. I'm just a dude. Yeah, I'm just, you're just a dude oh, with what? an expensive microphone. Right. Yeah. So I'm not saying that there should be consequences and here's what those consequences are. I've never said that. Yeah. I've never said that. What I'm saying is that there are consequences, yeah. regardless 
of my, I could die right now and there will still be consequences to speech. Yeah. Like, it makes no difference. Exactly. Yeah. But I, I also feel too very strongly. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Yeah. Never, I've never prescribed consequences, but I, I also want to say like, like I've never said, let's do violence. Violence is a good idea. Now I understand violence in certain situations, but I certainly don't, I don't ever think violence is the answer to things. A patron by the name of Sakashi. Is it Sakashi? Is it Sakashite? Fuckasumi? Sakashite? I don't know. I don't want to say Sakashite because that seems like. I'm going to assume that it's Sakashite. In any kike. In any case. In any uh, kike? In any kike. What, Eli on the show? (laughs) In any case, uh, uh, this person said, I just heard about the three person marriage thing. This was from the Green Party who have one member of parliament. Out of 650 members of parliament, one, that's awesome that they found that one thing right. that the Green Party said, we'd be open to this, and there's nobody else. They're, they're not even 1% yeah. of the fucking <laughs> the parliament. Amount, it's awesome. We got a message from Allison, and Allison sent a long email about, um, you know, we talked about the drownings in Bangladesh, and uh, Allison said that uh, that she's sort of done a little research of that area of the world. And there's a lot of things that could contribute to that extreme weather systems in Bangladesh. She says they, uh, they get typhoons and cyclones. They get three major events a year, three typhoons a year. That's insane. Um, that's a lot. A typhoon every three months. Pardon me. So that's Before even more. Year. Major flooding, sanitation. Of, uh, there's there, the, this results in man. Uh, pardon me. This results in major flooding, salinization of crops, and destruction of homes. Um, so there may be some uh, some some things there. She says also that that Bangladesh is a poverty stricken nation. Uh, most building materials are bamboo. And so there's a chance that those things can collapse during large storms. So there, the chances are that there may be some inflation of those numbers, that drowning deaths sure. because of, you know, all these storms and all this stuff. Right. So That's incredible. It's, it's something to think about. You know, it's funny. You, you hear about these things and you're like, you just never think about it. You never think about what it's like to live in a, in a place that isn't insulated from the weather. You never think about I mean, it's first world problems. You oh, know? yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. We're we're in the Midwest. Yeah. It's like every now and again, there's a tornado. Yeah. But like a tornado is like a it's a micro event. Yeah, by and it, comparison exactly, to these typhoons. exactly, and it's and it's a small little area. Yeah, it's 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 major for the people who got hit by it if the tornado right. touches but, the ground. But on but a it's population, only, you know, what is it like twenty yeah. houses or something? Right. I mean, yeah, that yeah. can be more and bigger. They can but go on for miles. They get like but they're that. pretty yeah. rare. Most of the time, it's pretty localized. It's right. a couple of houses get really fucked up. One trailer park, and then it's over. Yeah, it's, it's always a trailer. It park. Really is. Tom, you wanted to read this. This is from Mr. Bear Pig. Yeah, I love this. Um, I love this particularly because I hate the, you know, the world is collapsing, let's buy gold things. This this is amazing. Hey, guys, love the show. I had a funny incident at work the other day I thought I would share with you. I'm from southern Ohio, and I work in a factory full of the people I love to hear you make fun of every week. Anyway, the guy I work with the other day was going on and on about the end of the world and all the things you need to be prepared for it. And one of these things was gold, of course. So I asked, well, where do you get your gold? And he hesitates for a few seconds, and he says, Follow me. He takes me to the break room where there are a few vending machines, and in the corner there's a change machine. He says, he got any cash? I pull out a $5 bill and I hand it over. He puts it in the machine. It spits out five gold Sacagawea dollars. And he whispers to me, I've got over 3,000 of these at home. That's just heavy money. It, yeah, you traded paper money worth the exact same currency for the exact same currency that's just less convenient to carry. <laughs> In an apocalypse, you've actually, if money means anything, you've made your life worse. Yeah, because it's not only heavier, it's louder. 
Right. Yeah, run I guess, with it. I guess you could put it in a sock yeah, and, and whack somebody with, with it. it. Yeah. Like, that's it. That's Just it. wrap it around your neck and jump in the water. <laughs> that's the funniest shit ever because it was gold colored. He assumed it was gold. And he just assumed that the machine would be like, I'm a secret gold producing machine. When I put five dollars <laughs> in it, I get five gold Inside coins. Inside is Scrooge McDuck. Yard, they put the pirate's treasure in the change machine. <laughs> so we got a message from Brian from the Glasgow Skeptics. Brian was so great when we went out there. We oh, just had incredible. such a great time. And Brian put on this little uh a quiz show with us out there. Had us drink Iron Brew. It was so much fun. He sent a message this week. We got your message. Uh, we clearly can't print the picture because, you know, it's someone we don't know. But <laughs> it's a very funny email. Thanks, Brian, for emailing us. Thank you so much, Brian. So we got a message from uh, from C- Canyon. I was going to say Crayon. <laughs> <laughs> it's because it's small and my eyes are old. But uh, it's, it's, it says, uh, it basically, ca- basically, Canyon is wondering... <laughs> What uh, what do we think about the conspiracy theorists that used to be sort of on the left that were hippies and anti-vaxxers and sort of noticing that they're on the right as well? Because Trump is also anti-vax. Um, what yeah. do you what what do you I, think I, is I think there's a crazy overlap that's going on. It's right like a now. weird Venn diagram. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's like a weird Ouroboros. You know, it's it's it, it's nuts. It's the, the same yahoos on one side are fucking eating their tail on the other side. And it's it's bizarre. Um, you know, because because what you have on the anti-vax side, particularly anti-vax, is you have all the you know homeschooling right-wing Christian nuts who live over here who are afraid of government, and and so they're you know Trump supporters. And on the other side, you've got all the hippy dippy doobas who don't know what the fuck they're talking about and cover themselves in patchouli oil. <laughs> you know, and they're like, hey man, like diseases are natural or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, those fucking you gotta have as many dirt as much dirt on you as possible. You just fucking... just all I do is I squeeze out my dreadlocks into my mouth every morning. <laughs> I just rub some color on it or whatever, man. It's cool. It's it is funny. There is a, there is a weird overlap. It's yeah. like a weird Venn diagram. Well, uh, we hope that we have a great time at this uh, this upcoming live event. We hope that we, people will tune into our other live event that's going to be happening on Friday. If you're looking for more information, you can send us an email uh, or you can tweet at us or talk to us on Facebook and we will tell you all about it on Friday morning right after the inauguration. We are going to be going live on live stream and we will be uh, we'll be posting the links. So you can come check it out and uh, and communicate with us and it'll be fun. So it'll be a little live. Yeah, thing it's going to be doing. fun. It's we'll going to be, be real fun. A little live thing. For this is you. the worst thing. This is the worst thing. This is the worst thing. Uh, We're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death in towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques, and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this.
The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.